Ladies and gentlemen, we're here with Cody Candelario. The name of the game is called Match Mary Lou. Hell yeah. Me running. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> In four top, table 28. Uh, first course, two risotto. Three minutes on the risotto, Cody. Risotto hurt, thank you. Hey, welcome back to Too Hard, Too Fast, the podcast with strong opinions about things that we may or may not know too much about in order to broaden perspectives. And today's episode, Tuesday, Thursday, uh, I think we're becoming the unofficial, official podcast of Hell's Kitchen. Hell yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But we have... Cody, Cody Candelario. Ooh, did I say oh, that right? Finally, someone did, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> good, that's good. I'm hey, going to ask your background for that, uh, or the background of that last name in a little bit. But Please, Cody, yeah. Cody Candelario is with us, and he's one half of that very hot rumored cup, couple. We don't know. We might find the truth right out the tonight. We'll see what we find out tonight. But, you know, hashtag Cody Lou is, is going around. But that's just a little bit of what we're going to talk about. And then we're just going to we're gonna play a drinking game with Cody. Hell yeah. And we've only done this once before with an NHL hockey player. And if you watch that podcast, we've definitely went too hard too fast. So we're going to go on, too hard bro. too fast with Cody. So sit back, buckle up, let's go. Too hard, too fast. All right. Boom. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome to Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Welcome to Too Hard, Too Fast. Welcome back to Too Hard, Too Fast. Via the power of editing, I'm going to hit this in the first try. Uh, welcome back to... Uh, <laughs> like first try for every guy. Welcome back to Too Hard, Too <laughs> Yo, welcome back to Too Hard Too Fast. This is Chef Cody Candelario. I just want to say that it's been an absolute fantastic time. And uh, I have no closing statement. <laughs> the podcast of the century. It's the local. <laughs> hey, what's up with the outfit, dog? Who, me or George? You know who I'm talking to. George, you're talking about you, dude. Welcome, you're not wearing a cowboy shirt. See, Cody's a cowboy fan, right? Yeah, ride or die. <laughs> for life. Hey, I think it's all about you, Worm. Come on with the hot oh, hey, off screen. Oh, Shay, don't point that at me, man. It's scary. Shit's loaded. Off screen, uh, Cody seemed very controversial, bro. So tell us, dude, mask or no masks? What do you think? <clears throat> don't answer that. Uh, are you guys, I mean, are you six <laughs> feet apart? What's the, what's the, what's the rules here? <laughs> um, oh. Shoot. Just, um, you're going to cover yourself, Cody. He's sneezing all over the place. Well, here's the thing. Now that the mask is off, can you can you put it back on for me? <laughs> no. no, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. All right, you're, hey, you're a guest. So I gotta accept your request. Hey, I, but no, if I'm George sends playing. you one, bro. Hey, if George sends you one, would you wear one? Hell yeah, I would. No, I'm right, kidding. George. I'm kidding. Oh, is it sunglasses only? Hold on. Oh, <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Man, you know this guy's a chef. Look at his kitchen, all nice and neat know, and dude. ingredients. Ready you know to go. We need to ask him about everything he has in his kitchen, man. Dang, that's what we got. Those are fancy. I ain't not allowed. 
Well, hey, what's up? Cheers, guys. Nice, thanks for having me. Cheers, bro. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, shit, I missed the camera. Where is it? There we go. Bang. Hey, bro, I'm glad you're wearing you're drinking those Ekis, bro. I'm drinking a soul right here, dude. Hecho Mexico. Hell yeah, bro. That was George drinking, huh? All right, so, Cody, before we get into the thick of it, you're you're hitting the beer right now, but we are going to get to our too fast. And I bought a little special something. You've been on Hell's Kitchen. The first thing we do is talk about our drinks and rate them. What do you got? I got this right here. My favorite is Jim Beam. So I got myself a uh, Devil's Cut. Mm. Oh, cute. That's perfect for this. Oh, dude. They know the devil yeah. was circumcised, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's the true meaning of the Devil's Cut. Snip, snip. Yeah. Motherfuckers. That was really funny. He's been waiting to tell that joke since he saw you buy that shit. I guarantee. <laughs> exactly. He had it. He had it all morning. All morning when I sucked set up that picture, I was like, "Hey, man, this is what I'm taking on the show." Um, He's sitting there, like, just like with his fucking notepad, mom spaghetti, like Eminem, just like writing shit down. <laughs> oh, speaking Before of notepad, I, I have questions. I don't even have them with me. All right, we're shooting from the hip with this one then. Um, so Devil's Cut. You're on Hell's Kitchen. Only seems right. I'm a big fan of Jim Beam. But before I give my review, Cody, what are you bringing on the podcast to drink with us? Besides that Dos I'm drinking a Dos Equis right here. And then I got myself some Madre Mezcal. Um, Seemed fitting. I got a backup because you guys said there was a drinking game just in case. So I got about (laughs) one and a half so far. All right. So we've rated the Dos Equis before. Uh, that Madre Mezcal I've never heard of. Where is that from? And what does it taste like? Here's the here's the bottle. I guess I can bring it up for where is this from? Hey, should we take should we all take a shot or what? Yeah, let's do it. What's up? What's up? Let's do it. All right. I got my fancy little glass right here. Um if you haven't had this, this has been one of my favorites for a while. My chef friend from LA, her name's Sandy. Um, she uh introduced it to me. And it's like my go-to. Hey, look at that branding brush. It's cute. Look at that. So, <laughs> That's hers or is that just something she liked? No, she just introduced it to me. All right, here we go. Nice. All right. Um, hey, that's not one of those. Well, that's not mm. one of those uh, kind of tequilas that makes or imitates an Austin tequila, is it? I have no idea. No, I mean it's uh it's a mezcal, but um I don't know. I'm just a fan of I'm, it. I'm just talking mezcal like uh Kendall Kendall Jenner or one of the Kardashians came out with eight one eight tequila, which really like rips off five one two tequila oh, in Austin. And you know, we're here in Texas, so we gotta support Texas. That's right. Oh that's funny. Okay, oh that makes that makes sense your time frame. Okay, um <laughs> well yeah. I'm just uh, talking about sorry. Do we have a lot of do I want pour it here? I'll make a cheers. Uh may you be in heaven be- or for 30 minutes before the devil realizes that you're dead. Ooh. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. <sighs> Woo. Woo. Not bad, not bad at all. All right, that's been my breakfast. I totally just remembered I haven't eaten all day. Let's rate that tequila. We do 1.0 to 2 to hard to fast being the, you know, the top score based on the alcohol content with the price. 
the way the branding, like you said, it's already cool enough. Yeah. And then would you buy it again? And obviously you have two bottles, so you would buy it again. What would you rate it? I consistently buy it. Um, I would say that it would be um, super high. I, I I, I struggle to give it a perfect score, but it's really, really close. Um, it's something that even like, you know, like when it's like literally warm, it's incredibly palatable. I would say it's not something that like, you know, like a lot of the stuff, they're not a lot, but I would say like half of what's available out there really just has kind of like this gasoline kind of like when you breathe out, it's like, you know, it's, it's just like alcohol with no payoff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this stuff it's 45% too. It's, uh, it's a great ride through and through like from like, like drinking it like right after, like it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely one of my go-tos. Um, yeah. 1.9. 1. 1.9. Yeah. That is high, but you okay. know what? 45% is more than usual. Um, you know, tequila more usually liquors are 40%. So I'll take yeah. it. And you have two of them. It's a fancy bottle. Can I somebody some, get that? I mean, that I have out- a bunch of these bottles, but yeah, these are the ones I got today. Can somebody in Texas get that bottle? Oh, I don't know, actually. I I want to say yes, but that is with no, that's purely with belief. There's no science or evidence <laughs> that I'm backing that with. It's really just me being like, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. It. Why not? Hey, this yeah, is the beauty. for it. You're going to hear this a lot throughout this podcast. This is too hard, too fast, and we don't check facts. So check facts, man. So. Uh, that's, oh, yeah, that's, 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 that's good to know that's good to know at the beginning <laughs> of the interview you know what I mean I'm going to lie for the rest of it Let's... <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean the people in the comments will check all the facts they'll call you out but that's true to, we're, we're not going to bother googling stuff <laughs> no there's two things in the world that are undefeated the IRS and the comment section <laughs> <laughs> that's right um, alright Worm what are you drinking right now I got some soul I think I've done a review about this one and stuff, right? What'd you give it? Stone. Shit, dude. We don't check facts here, man. I think I probably gave it a, I think, uh, probably a 1.75. I'm pretty dude, sure. Dude, that is high. For so Highly long, regarded. Okay. You, I'm not even going to start. Or maybe I gave it a 1.71. I don't know. I like so. I like so a lot. Shit. I mean, my favorite Mexican beer is Indio, though, but... uh. Pretty good. I haven't had it in a while. And then uh, this tequila, man, this tequila is pretty good. Don uh, Ed, Eduardo. Shit. Uh, so is that like uh, Don Julio's like strange cousin or something? Yeah, I was <laughs> gonna say it's uh, second or some shit. Uh, yeah, second yeah, yeah. cousin. Hey, second cousin. That 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 creepy tío that's sitting in the at the far end of the party, going, "Hey, <laughs> bring me another beer." <laughs> <laughs> That's him, dude. Pinche Eduardo. Shit. That's no, pretty um, good. I give that one. Uh, it's pretty smooth. Uh, probably 1. 1.7. 1. 1.73. I want confidence, bro. You know who you are. You know what you like, right, bro. bro. 1.73. You what, bro? You're right. 1.73. Let's go. What's Waste the cost? That What's shit, the cost? Man, come on. <laughs> I'm debating, bro. I'm just debating in my head, but you're right. Who you are? Who you arguing with in there? <laughs> Myself, bro. 
Shit, I talk Damn. to myself all the time. Worm has a lot of internal struggles. <laughs> Tell me hey, what the cost. A lot of voices talking to me, man. Hey, don't, don't, don't we all, right? Don't we all? Yeah, oh my God, Worm! I need you to tell me: Does Don Eduardo cost as much as Don Julio? Fuck, dude! I don't remember. God damn it! yes, it does actually. All right, all right. You know what? Well, that's an important confidence. Hey, what do you do? Hey, 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 yes, you, hey hold on, you're breaking your own rules here. He's trying to ask you prices, trying to check facts and shit like that. No, no, no. Well, oh, no, here's the thing. Here's the beauty. Here's, here's the thing. It's like you can buy a really good liquor that tastes really good or a really good beer, but then it's like really um, expensive and low on the on the alcohol percent. Alcohol, yeah. And here at Too Hard to Pass, we don't play that game. <laughs> we want it to be too hard to fast. Then hold on. Then here's what you do. You get all the nice shit that you like that you think is really flavorful or whatever. And then you just get a gallon of fucking tequila. And then you just fucking, you know, go back and forth. You can just you know, balance it that way. Hey, well, good idea. See, well, I, I don't know. I What's didn't up? understand that. I don't understand that uh, concept. I thought you were going to say. Oh, if you don't understand that, like then you don't understand crypto, bro. You see, like Cody, a trash can punch. With, bro. This is what I have to deal with. Shit. Hey. Fuck your crypto. Um, <laughs> all right. Tell us about your devil, your circumcised devil and shit. All right. So, Hell's Kitchen, Devil's Cut. Here we are. Jim Beam. Jim Beam is one of my favorite whiskey, bourbon whiskeys. Uh, I that think like I gave the Jim Beam cut. a 1.68, 1.68 regular Jim Beam. And I've given other whiskey bourbons way higher than that. This is the first time I've ever had the devil's cut. And I'm definitely going to go 1.69. I really want to go to the 7, but it's pricey. Damn. The six, only bad nine, thing no, is you pulled a 1 point to Kashi, bro? Is that? Oh, no. Yeah. Um, it's it's a little pricey. That's the only bad thing. For a 7, 750ml, I could have bought the handle of the regular Jim Beam. Oh, shit. So it's like 45 bucks? No. The regular, it's $21. So I paid $21 for this. I could have bought the handle for $21 of the regular oh. Jim Beam. So, you guys are so cute together. You're right with my mom and dad. Oh, thank you, bro. They're divorced. We, we've been together for a long time, man. Can you believe More than 10 years? Can you believe that? Oh, that's, most in, that's most in most marriages. <laughs> Yeah, Shit. yeah. No, my parents are divorced. That's what that was the joke. Oh, oh. okay. Yeah, no change. wonder you did. A... <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I didn't mean to make a joke in that sense. Dang, I feel bad. Oh no, I did though. That was the whole point. Oh, oh, dang. Okay, <laughs> yeah, then. Cody hey, did. You the know joke, what? At least we got two Christmases. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Did you? No, never. Oh, well then, cheers to what we should have gotten. Hey, cheers. Hey, you know what? To Cody and Health Kitchen and shit. All I right. love that. Especially the, the end shit part. I want to know what that part is. <laughs> the review. Whatever shit you want shit to be, bro. Hey, I want to hear more about Cody, bro. Let's get into it, man. I know. We, we've already gone too hard too fast and. Do you want to Cody, know? do you understand like how much the craze 
is around you right now, not just because of Hell's Kitchen, but also compared to Mary Lou. Like, you guys, oh, like, like, okay. I don't know. Like, we're not even talking about like the rumor stuff that you guys might be dating or something. Just how crazy things are right now with you guys. Yeah. So I did some analytics on my side, just trying to search. Um, Cause I'm a huge nerd with just like, you know, trying to figure out how stuff works. And, you know, since this just like, you know, starting to study analytics of my own page and then trying to, you know, keep up with uh, stuff like that, that my manager turned me on to, I started to look at Cody Lou and I started to look at like those terms in searches, whether it was on Twitter or Reddit or just Google or Instagram and stuff like that. And oh, then you were, started, you were brave enough to go on Reddit. Oh, I love Reddit. I'm a, yeah, well, I don't give up. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not afraid of anything negative that I'll find. You know what I mean? People, I'm the same person everywhere I go. I've been dealing. You know, nothing. Nothing about this response is new. You know what I mean? Um, but anyways, so I'm searching all this stuff, and then I start like getting adventurous. I'm like, I'm gonna look through the other seasons and see what was searched for those seasons. Cody Lou and like the situation with Mary Lou and I on the show. It's the most asked question in Hell's Kitchen history. Like easily, wow. like easily too um so uh am i aware of it hell yeah i'm aware of it it's like almost like it's like hard not to i'm a part of a study almost you know what i mean wow hey bro since you were saying you were saying adam analytics and stuff like do you have numbers on the top top of your mind stuff that you could spit out descriptive stats or how many oh yeah there's some funny stats that like have evolved so like before hell's kitchen um it was like my analytics for gender i had like 55 percent dudes following me and then since Hell's Kitchen started, it's 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 a landslide. Seventy percent, literally like seventy point one percent women uh, follow me now, as opposed to the 50, 50 like a little over fifty percent of like dudes that follow me before. So it's like wow, completely bro. fucking shifted. What, what, what so be going behind the analyst? What what do you think the reason for that is? That's it's crazy. Uh, it's Keep in mind, we don't check facts here, man. So. <laughs> no no i think it's probably just because like most of my exposure and stuff like that that happens like on the ground it happens like at like events and stuff like that where i'm at and mm. stuff so it's like i feel like that's easy to be kind of more of a split thing but then when you put me on tv and it's edited and there's like cameras and shit like that and i'm doing what i do it's like it makes sense that there's a bunch of like you know more more female skewed kind of stuff people think i'm pretty <laughs> <laughs> well and i'm just and- fucking rambunctious too you know what i mean people are like and I've been, like I said, I've been hearing this for years. I'm the same person everywhere I go. Like, it, it's, it's so funny to see all the people that are like, I hated you when I first saw you, but now I love you. And it's like, that's why people end up liking me because most of them start off by not liking me first. Uh, you know what? God, I was going to, I was going to save this for like later on, but dude, I hated you on the first episode. Yeah. There we go. 100%. I was like, this kid needs to be gone. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, no. He knows what he's doing. You're like, look at this cocky piece of shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. But you know what? Hey, but like you say, you got to have the confidence, bro. The thing is, the thing is, um, I I don't know you. I still don't know you. We're barely getting to know each other. And we're gonna build a beautiful relationship. Yeah. But I think it's already beautiful. I know. We're already like kind of like sexy te- texting. Yeah. Cody, before. do you mind every 20 minutes just unbutton one button? Every 20 <laughs> Yeah, every time we every time we take a shot. Every time we okay, we can do that too. The warmer it gets. Hey, shot time then. 
It's every, every time I open one button, there's just another shirt underneath it at that same level of button. <laughs> That's you, motherfucker. So, you think yeah. you were going to get for me? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried. Hmm. Not today. Well, hey, piggybacking, piggybacking off of what you just said, um, I think that, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, it's so like, like, you know, cockiness to me is blind confidence is direction. And especially in a competition and stuff like that. Why wouldn't I go there and assume I was going to win? Like, I'm going to go there and plan on winning. That's a like winning is a fucking mindset. And it's just like, that's always how I compete. That's how I approach any sort of obstacle is like, hella people will approach shit like that and be like, damn, like, what if I lose? But I'm always like, my option that I always give myself is like, what if you did? You know what I mean? And then it grows from there. So that's like, that's me in the beginning. Before you find out that I actually care about shit and I actually like know a couple things, everyone's just always like, Look at this piece of shit right here. Like this, <laughs> how the hell? How the hell did this guy make it this far? Like, oh, I know why he got cast because he's an asshole. Yeah, they're just gonna keep around. He's probably be gone this episode, and then you're like, <laughs> well then, hell yeah, it was better. Well, fair enough. And you know what? I really didn't want to say that right now. Like, I wanted to save it to like we got to like closer. We did like more craziness. And then at the end, I'm like, you know what, Cody? I love you now, but now, but before, it's like, I hated you. But those are strong words. And I, I maybe I shouldn't have said I hated you, but you triggered something in me while watching it. And I he was just like, thought you were an asshole. But no, I mean, I think, I think <laughs> anybody will tell you the same thing about me. It was like, people hate me for different reasons. And I get it. I fucking hate them. Yeah. I don't have friends. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm his only friend. But the thing was, like you said, we're all friends. Eventually, eventually, we got to see that you actually know your stuff. You eventually cared about your teammates. You weren't afraid to like talk shit to your teammates. Like, hey, if you're messing up, I'm gonna tell you that you're messing up and what you need to be better. Because at the same time, like you said, it's a competition, and I don't want to go home. I've never not finished a service. Tonight was an absolute epic failure. So I get that part. Um, But you kind of humbled yourself. And yes, you messed up a couple of times and you owned it. And maybe that helped. It was embarrassing. The worst service of my entire career, by far. Did that help? Like messing up and realizing like, oh, I need to be better for my own perspective so for me you know i don't i consider myself a competitor and i approach competitions in that way i think it's a really smart way to do it because it's a completely different muscle it's like being a rapper and thinking thinking that you can do battle rap like it's like two different things two different writing structures um and like with that like when i get into a competition like and i'm starting to think in you know that moment it's it's not like this is a classroom for me it's a test you know i get to take I get to take my years of experience and I want to put it in front of someone. That's why I did the show in front of someone that's, you know, I think is a good judge who I look up to and get an honest rating. I'm not going into it ever, you know, from a point of like, this is where I'm going to learn. It's really a test. So like, if you see me get, you know, like uh, the shows, there, there's nothing with the show that's fake, but it isn't, it, you know, it's edited, you know? So I think that they it's, I'm pinpointed in certain spots when people want, you know, when, when people want, the showy parts of me to show, but I never changed on that show. You know, like I, I, you know, you, you, you'll, you'll see me consistently take criticism. You'll see me consistently adapt to, 
challenges with a smile on my face and you like really won't ever hear me complain about shit. You'll be, he'll, you'll hear me be real, real with people. Like you'll hear me like get in people's face. If I like really think that they're lying or that they're not being honest with themselves or something like that. But largely, you know, it's like that, that's me just now I, I was fluid the whole time. That was, uh, well, what was your more like your pet peeve from people on the show? Um, uh, honest, honesty is big for me. I'm a super loyal person. You know, it's like, I'll have people's back. I give people the benefit of the doubt, but it's like, you know, there's a, a few thin lines. Um, but I'm vocal about it. You know, it's not just like you're shunned, you know what I mean? So you see me interacting with people negatively always for the same reason ever. And especially if I ever lose my temper, I think that as a, you know, I consider myself just a leader in general, uh, by accident. And I think that if you ever get to the point where you have to get aggressive or raise your voice or lose your temper, then you failed as a leader. There's something you could have done along the way. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So I did lose my temper a few times on the show, but it's always for the same shit. I hate it when people aren't honest, when they're not honest with themselves and they're not honest uh, with the people around them. You always see it in competitions. Restaurant chefs who are great go into a competition. They think they are going to nail it because they do something on a regular basis, but competitions are so much different. It's a different muscle. Like I said earlier, and people go in it, they fuck up. And the first thing that a lot of people do is they're like, there's no way that I fuck this up because I can do this outside of this. So whose fault is it outside of me? That's when I snap. So that's my pet peeve. I respect that. And I, I, I did see that a couple of times and without naming the chef, I, when I asked that question, I was thinking of one person. Um, and you really got onto to this one teammate, like you almost put yourself in a bad light to where you're so angry with this one person. Oh, when I put myself up for elimination? Uh, I don't know if it was at the right at that moment, but you were. Well, there was a few times. I know who you're talking about. And we're totally cool. Like, you know, I, I treat competitions like a boxing match. You know what I mean? Because like, Competitions mean a lot to me. I'm going to do them yeah. until I can't, you know what I mean? Like physically can't anymore. I love that stuff. It's the center of my universe. But anyways, I want to go up against the best and I want the best out of them. But I'm going to say some shit. Like if you aren't honest, I'm going to tell you like from the jump, like you can't beat me. Like I don't care what you do outside of this. It's a competition and I'm going to dog walk you around the block. Like that kind of stuff. But afterwards, whatever we say, I want to shake hands. You know what I mean? Like I want to find out who you are. Like, you know, my ecosystem and what that means to me is so much bigger than my ego could ever be. And, uh, yeah, just like connecting with people is like, like that's, you know, Mark is my homie still. Like he, he, he's been hitting me up for how long we've been meaning to do some stuff, but like, I've just been busy trying to start this YouTube channel. You know what I mean? It's, it's kicking oh, my ass, hey, let's get into oh, that topic. But you threw his name out there. Um, so he's a homie. Okay, cool, cool. I I just didn't want to throw any disrespect. That's not what we're about. No, we're it's not, not about making facts anybody. Or facts. You know what I mean? Like me and him fought. We fought multiple times. We fought to the point where it's like I felt it necessary to like, you know, like put myself up for elimination to like really make it a point, and I did. And you know that went how that went, and like we're chill now. It's totally fine. You know, he's 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 a gangster. He runs his shit. I do my thing. Like you know. There's, there's no hard feelings around it. So, like, it, it's funny because in the show, if you're talking about, like, what it meant in the show, that shit was real. We had words that were real. I don't raise my voice for no reason ever. And, uh, 
you know, I said way more than was on camera, <laughs> but uh, no, afterwards it was one of those things where sure we took, like, you know, like a little bit of time to process the show, but we came back, we talked about it. Chilling. Fair enough. Cause uh, man, I think maybe it's not even my, I was seeing myself through all of you guys. Like if I was in this situation, and I think this is why I like reality TV in a sense where, you know, like we said, it's edited. Yeah. Uh, but I do love reality TV, but not like certain stuff. I like competition. So like I watch the real world and I watch the MTV challenge. I watch, this is the first time I told Mary Lou, this is the first time I've ever watched a Hell's Kitchen uh, competition. But it's because I think the people they brought on were really good. Uh, yeah, they made it a point, actually. Yeah, I remember when I, when I was getting, um, when I was going through the process for that, I made a comment about how, like, yeah, I've seen a lot of stuff with past seasons. You have a lot of gangsters throughout the seasons. We don't have one consistent season where it was a lot of gangsters. Um, and I used a lot more, you know, proper verbiage, you know, talking to, you know, people like that. Very. Uh, but, what is uh, the proper? What is the proper term for a gangster? Uh, no, just the proper type of talk that you have to talk to casting producers and blah blah, blah and stuff like that. It's just like you know, like, um, you know, you're not. I'm not saying the term gangster. You know, I mean, like formidable opponents and culinary skill and 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 you know, <laughs> and food prowess and, and shit bullshit like that. Uh, but they claim their territory. Yeah, no. But uh, I remember they were like, no, 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 it's different. Without giving like too much away, they basically said that, you know, they got some, you know, some some requests basically overall um, to kind of just turn the heat up. And so they were like, we did that for this season. I was like, good. I want a challenge. So you're saying you went in there and said, look, I'm not saying I'm a gangster, but if there's a knife really close to me and that guy's talking mess, I might stab his ass, but I'm not no, saying I'm gangster. I'm not a gangster. <laughs> I'll just shake you. Know, in terms of how I, I, dude, I forgot you were here, bro. What have you been doing this whole time? <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Um, Boom! <laughs> oh, I, fucking, I lost my train of thought. I forgot what I was about to change about right there. Homeboy just came out of nowhere. I was about to be like, "Where'd that beanie wearing motherfucker go?" Like, Wait, wait. Where's hey, your beanie, bro? Where's your beanie? I don't wear beanies. I don't even own. I can. I, I have thirty hats with. I take mine off. Bro. I've never done that. I've never done that, and uh, I haven't had a haircut. <laughs> I've been cutting my hair the entire pandemic, bro. What the fuck? I'm fine. Come on. <laughs> Dang, you cut your own hair. No, nah, I, I got it cut recently. Actually, for the first time. But you know, it's funny. I have been. I have been cutting my hair for the, the entire pandemic, and some of, the, or, some of them were trash, but some of them were solid, I have to say. Hey, I let my wife cut my hair through the pandemic. Shit. So, and then sometimes I still go, hey, should I wear a cap or... Yo, hey, on? hey, hey, and you, and you look good. Is she listening right now? I listening? know, right? <laughs> no, just, just trying. Hey, you look great. Really, she's. You look really good, bro. Oh, you look really good. Does a great job. I'm playing. I'm playing. Play. Okay. She doesn't listen to any of this podcast. She thinks I'm a failure. <laughs> That's what you want out of a wife. You know what I mean? I'm kidding. Right. She's a real fan. destitute. You know, real definitive failure. That's it. That's all. That's all they expect. <laughs> no, I think it's the worst. She actually listens and then comments directly to my phone. <laughs> 
this is where you could have done better. <laughs> That's positive reinforcement, though. I mean, I love in it. Part, I'll take oh. it. Constructive I criticism. That's I it. cleaned up my background a little bit just because she said it's like really trashy, and I I, I still have more to go. I won't get a re- get rid of this. This is my son's drawings, so those are there That's forever. Cute as hell. Yeah. All you need, all you need is a light. Just get a I colored do. light. Just get a colored light, and then and you just need to dim the rest of it and put it in a corner, so it comes out of a corner. So then you like bottom left corner from where we are now. So then it highlights those pictures in the top right. You're good to go. You should be bright, but your background should. Lighting's a I bitch. do. I know, and I do, and I've tried it, but I th- I feel like I'm so close to like the background actually. Like I need to like move. Sounds like an excuse to me, baby. I had to just yeah. To... Hey, cheers. Hey, Cody. He's always in <laughs> denial, bro. He's always in denial. So, hey, cheers again. Cheers, cheers to that guy who doesn't talk. <laughs> yeah, well, hey. I'm... Let's go back to you chanking a guy or some shit like that. You something about being gangster. Oh, yeah, because you know, well, warm, ask a question, please. I already did. Let's... <laughs> um, what were you saying? There you go. That's a question. I've not ever, I've never said that I've shanked someone. I've never said that on television. <laughs> and and uh George cut that out. <laughs> 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 in the, my research, I realized that you were in actually one of my other favorite shows. That's not a real. Maybe it's considered reality TV. Damn, you found my OnlyFans. Yeah. So fuck. I knew it was gonna get out eventually. I want to say that I well, I watched you on Cutthroat Kitchen. And I did not know you were on there when I watched Health Kitchen. And I know that's competing networks, and I don't know if you're allowed to compete. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, it was also hella long ago. I filmed that um, eight years ago. So, uh, yeah, no, we're we're near and clear from that. I love that show. What did you think of it? I thought it was funny. Like, I, I, I think it was funny because the way you were on there, was not the way you were on Hell's Kitchen. You were, to me, and I'm, no offense if this goes the wrong way, but... No, please, go for it. On there, you almost seem like a little timid, but also confident. Like, if that, you like really? a, a balance, so like you're definitely walking the line. And I think you also got very lucky that you weren't getting sabotaged. For the that moment. was all strategy. <laughs> How the fuck do you do that? Strategy. strategy well yeah when other oh, people dude, are no, just no, like, no. Hey, here here's the thing you're not wrong but you're wrong at the same time in my opinion because it's like back then you're talking 20 year old me it came out when i was 21 um how old are you now i'm 28 okay uh, that was when i was still transitioning into the confident me so like i left home when i was 17 when i was a young kid i was an absolute I was a super mama's boy. I didn't want to do anything. I was afraid to do everything. I was terrible at sports. I was terrible at everything. And when I left home, I just like had to change and I grew into someone that I wanted to be. But even when I was 20 and I got scouted for the show, I was like, I knew I was going to win. I knew I was going to go there and crush. And, and like, that was exactly any, nobody could convince me otherwise, but I didn't, but I knew there was part of me that didn't believe it. So it's funny because 
there was an over exuberance of confidence in me when I did that show, but it wasn't a hundred percent real. It was like, still, I was like trying to grow into the person that I wanted to be. Whereas in hell's kitchen, I'm hell of that person now. Like I'm absolutely that person, but that was me. Like, and they, they really sugarcoat a lot of the stuff that happened around it. I crushed that shit. It was a walk in the park and ask me how, you, you, you mentioned earlier, how can you have strategy on that? Because I watched the show and I was like, when the basis of the show for anybody who hasn't seen it, it's a three round, four person elimination, um, one person per round, one person wins, uh, 30 minute episode. And um, it's based on sabotages and you can, everybody starts off with some money, but you only go home with money if you win and you can buy these sabotages. So how you introduce strategy to it, which I have strategies for everything. It's just how my brain works is the first time they introduce a sabotage, stay silent. The first person that bids on it, whoever bids against them, they're immediately going to fight with each other. So all you need to do is wait until someone bids against them and they're immediately going to feel like the feud. So they're going to give it to that person. First, first round, you're clear. Let them fight it out. And throughout the first round, you just notice who's the problem. The second round, you come out swinging and you either shake the fucking leaves of who you want to beat in the finale or try to get someone out which is exactly what I did. And you just kind of try to make sure like you line up the person that you want to compete with. And I wanted to compete against homegirl because she was better than homeboy. So I absolutely crushed him. And yeah, so that's how you put strategy to something like that. <laughs> nice. Oh Shit. man, you did definitely. That's exactly that what you did. That is crazy that you just literally walked us through that episode because that's exactly what you did. When you gave her that, uh, um the what's it called the upside down walk yeah yes i was like i didn't think she was gonna come back from that no she did way but well if you that's what was my thing too and she they they it's so edited too right well yeah and it's like i've heard from people in the industry like of them and i've wanted to reach out since but they have me blocked on stuff and i was like damn that's hella funny damn I've, uh, i've heard i've heard from people like oh you like that guy i competed against that guy He's an asshole. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I just like, you know, it's a competition. Don't take it personally. Well, it's because I think they made you look bad at the end. Like, you kind of like, you won. Oh, with the hug? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you went for the hug and she was going to give me like, no, I'm just kidding. But then you were going to go back and like, I'm just kidding. Well, she was being mean to me. So I'm not, I'm not mean to people um, and less heavily provoked and a lot less back then. I was a bit more free with it. You have to really rile me up for me to try to be mean. Outside of that, I only roast people that I really care about. You know what I mean? Like, like, like I'll roast y'all because I feel like I know you. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, she was being that what you've been roasting mean to me. Huh? Where the fuck have you been? <laughs> Don't just come out of nowhere, bro. Like, I think you uh, sit in there watching the like the speaker thing. So every every now and then, like when you do say something warm, it's like, oh shit, warm's still here. <laughs> <laughs> Are you watching three of us or just like one? one video at a time oh whoever's speaking i guess is who pops up he's in yeah he's in speaker view you can change it to grid view but oh no we got it on speaker but on your phone yeah your phone you gotta change it on your own and i have it on speaker view no i'm good this way fuck that guy (laughs) that means you care right yeah hey (laughs) got it no Uh, but like I love that show. It was great. Um, Alton Brown's a huge hero of mine. He's uh, who made me fascinated with cooking when I was younger. 
Dude, I love Alton, bro. They they did you ugly. I was like, they made you. They did make make you look like the asshole. Well, and what they did a fucking show after too is when I made it rain too. I took all my money and I just fucking went like, and they were like, no, 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 don't do it. And I was like, bitch. And then I laid down on the ground in the money and I did a snow angel. That's why did why wouldn't they like that? Uh, because I I don't know I. I don't want to talk. TV production is super hard. I would say oh. that it's one of the only jobs where I've seen where they understand eye to eye what jobs in kitchens are like. Um, so, you know, when I was younger, I'd probably throw shade and be like, oh, they're just putting that. No, it's like it's a really hard job. So it's like, you know, they didn't. But if you um, if you go on to uh, the Food Network and you go to the Cutthroat Kitchen thing, they have these episodes for each one of them where they go through the sabotages and they have the judge sit down and they tell them what sabotages people had. And um, they they show that clip at the end of me doing the snow angel and the money for a second. And so in the end, Chef Cody walks out a winner. Yeah, but yeah, they didn't air it on TV, which I was like, no, that was perfect. George, put that on right here. It's gold. It's gold. <laughs> Cody, you are originally from California. Wait, yes, yes sir. You're from Kelly? So, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, do you guys have how many beers have you drank so far? Where are we at? Oh, I'm at like five. You know what? Hey, I'm going to change it up. Is that all right? Please. What are you drinking now? To, uh, American right here, Samuel Adams. Summer Samuel Jackson. Yeah, perfect. Samuel. <laughs> You know, Dave. That is funny. Oh, when we first started the podcast, we were talking about the beers that we drink, and he brings the Sam Adams all the time. But he used to have a huge problem with calling it uh, Sam. What is it? I was keep in mind. I went too hard, too fast. I was one time. I I called it a a, a Adam Sandler, bro. Adam Sandler. (laughs) It was like I got this Adam Sandler. Dude, I was at a uh, fancy restaurant. I'm like, hey, you guys got any Adam Sandlers? And they had no idea what the hell I was talking about. Right. Dude, if yeah, I was a bartender, I totally would have fucking done It's not a lot. <laughs> Are we doing this again? All right. Hey, let's do another shot, though. Hey, oh, you got to take off the button, right? Myself. All right, I'll do another one. Ooh, that, it has a kick. Pardon me? But it's not enough, damn it. Don't let this little glass fool you. This is a fucking, this is a sleeper. Also, how gangster is this little fucking thing? Fucking gangster? It's got a little, cool. I it's mean, got a little it's, gold, a little gold tip on that muff. It's all about uh, death. Uh, hey, I, yeah, this is an old I haven't, uh, I've been trying to be a healthy boy since I got back from Vegas and I have not been drinking, but I made the excuse for y'all. So here, Ooh, cheers. Hey, cheers. Viva, viva Cody. Viva Cody. Candelaria. Oh, uh, yeah. Viva me, motherfucker. Ugh. Hey, bro, doesn't this one like... That's cute. <laughs> That's, playing. That's think... my deal, bro. This is my deal. I think Cody has a little bit of like a Elton John vibe going on right now with that. Yeah. The glasses, the, the purple, the color. Yeah. I love it, dude. I love it. I'm an Elton John fan, so. Have you guys seen the movie, uh, what is it, Rocket Man? We've all seen the movie. Come on. Right, what are let's we talk doing? about it then. I haven't kidding. seen the movie. So if you talk about it, it's hands. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's not like anything in the movie is a spoiler. 
Oh, he goes to AA. That's how it ends. Nah, I'm just playing. I don't. I think so. I don't remember. <laughs> um, I uh, Cody. I, I did want to ask you about your. Sorry, sorry. No, you're good. Uh, I don't know if this is worth even putting into a podcast or if this is too controversial. But Bring I it in, bro. The more controversial, the better, bro. I'll cut it out if I don't like it. Might edit out, but it's all good. You're fucking, he might. Well, so I was an addict, man. And like, this is something that I'm like pretty open with on podcasts. Cause like when I was a, when I was younger, when I left home, like I wasn't, you know, I wasn't doing good things. I was doing a lot of shit just to get by. Like I was breaking into cars and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like I was selling drugs. Like I was doing all sorts of bad sorts of things. Uh, um, I mean, bad societally, bad, illegal, blah, blah. Uh, but um, fuck what? Oh, I had a good point. Damn it. Uh, We're gonna have to cut this podcast out already. Report your ass. A A A A. There we go. A A. I. So I was. I. You know. I've been. I've been an addict, and I've like experienced. Like what? Like how long those effects last, even afterwards. You know what I mean. And the one thing I've always had a problem with with A A is how they make you say I am an addict. And I think there's my thing like in life is that people are so much more powerful than they give credit. Like humans are fucking crazy. We're power, we're capable of anything. You know, one of the questions I always love asking people, you know, like one of the interview shows that I'm working on right now is like, what almost made you give up and what made you keep going? Cause like when people look at me, they're like, you're so talented. You're so gifted. You found what you love. And I'm like, no, nah, nah, I just didn't give up. i like did something. I didn't give up at it. And I almost did it hella hella times and it's the same shit with like drugs and alcohol or anything in, in that category that people can get addicted to AA always makes people start off with saying and i'm an addict and i'm like yo give people the option of saying i was you know give people the power to be like i one day won't be you know what i mean don't don't help people label themselves and like have your brain just be hearing that as like what's a fact because that's not that's not helpful so anyways i always hear that Whenever I hear AA, it always like sends this trigger in me because I'm like, nah, fuck that shit. Dang. Give people the option. Make make sure that people know that they're strong enough to not be whatever they are if they want to be. Thanks. So no, that's no, good no, stuff. no. I, I like this because you know what? This podcast really is. Um, it's fun and we we, we talk mess, but we also want to like help people with uh, like whatever they're going through, whether it's just pure entertainment or like a new information, whether they agree with it or not, just like watching somebody else or listening to somebody else's perspective. So when you say yeah. you're an addict, like, or were an addict, I don't know what, what kind of addict do you say that you were or dealing with right now? Um, so I would say that, um, you know, man's biggest evil is knowing like just knowing that they can do something. Um, and that happens by doing something. Uh, what was that? Was that a dog? Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Worm has a dinosaur. And I love dogs. Was it a dog? Uh, Fuck. Here you go, bro. Boom. See this? Oh, what's up, dog? Oh, I that's the way the head coach thought you were going to be. I thought you were going to be a little bitch. That's a whole <laughs> ass dog. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, hey, his mom's a bitch, bro. Careful on your wording. Right? You find Yo, is that, a, is that a wolf? Half husky, half uh, German. Bro. Beautiful. I tried getting a Mexican shepherd, but no tenia papeles. Bro. Oh, that's ah. the funniest joke. That's the fu- I, have, I have a joke. What do they call German shepherds in Germany? 
Yeah. Shepherds. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I knew the joke and I still love. Yeah. Um, shit, what were we talking about? Oh. Uh, just the attic. But you know what? Hey. I, I, I glad, I'm, I'm glad that you brought this up and I didn't Sorry explain to you about the podcast. Like, like, yeah, we were talking about like, it's going to be fun and talking about Hell's Kitchen and all that. But we've had on the podcast, we've actually had uh, people that sobered up, uh, people that had, you know, a drug addiction and came out of it with a sex addiction. We talk, we've had that on there. So we talk about everything, man. So you opening up about this, I, I appreciate them. I think the people that are going to get the most up is your friends. There's a lot of fans that listen to us because of you, because of Hell's Kitchen, because of Mary Lou, because you guys are coming on the podcast uh, yeah. and, and talking about your life. And so the more open you are about it, the more they feel like, you know, I can be behind this person that is trying to be a better, a better person. And when you texted me, I'm like, I'm trying to realign stuff. We're all trying to realign stuff, and I agree with you. Like, yeah, I think that I think that a lot of that stuff is, uh, like I said, like you know, a big burden is knowing that you can do something, and that that's a great example with anything that gives you great endorphins or release or anything like that, whether it be drugs, alcohol, or anything. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I, like I'm terrible. I I'm not very self. Uh, I don't have a lot of self control, but I have a lot of self reliance. So it's like, I know that I can be bad with stuff. So I force myself to not be around it or limited. You know what I mean? And it's not like, you know, that that's control to me. That's like, and that, I don't think that's, I don't think that's difficult. It, it not, it's not. And when I say that people always get this trigger because what people don't like, especially like when I was younger, like what I, what, what people hate that struggle with stuff, what they hate hearing is like when, yes, there's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> What people hate hearing when they go through stuff is when people are like, I understand because people are like, they want to feel special. They want to make sure that they feel heard and stuff like that. Um, and uh, I always try to remind people, it's like, damn it, I lost it again. It's okay. It's what we do with the podcast. I'll edit around it. <laughs> oh, I know. No, I'm so tangential too. Um, Wait, whoa, that's a new term I've never heard of. Yeah, let's say like a tangent. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to 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 yeah, yeah, you to, go on a tangent, and okay, it almost sounded like you were a gender assuming. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a new one. That's that new twenty twenty one one. <laughs> yeah, playing. Let's go back to Cody. All right, Cody. I forget what was I talking about. I totally fucking lost it. <laughs> you were talking about your uh, being an addict. Um, and- People are uh, trying to assume they know what you talk, what you mean when you say this is what oh, I Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, because I said that it's not hard um, to break habits. Um, what I mean by that, you know, and, and that's exactly, thank you. It's not hard to break habits when I say that, like, you know, like being an addict or anything like that in life, like it's not hard to break those kinds of habits. And I always get like these immediate responses from people where I can generally look them eye to eye and be like, I know what you're, I I think I know what you're going through. And if not, I've been adjacent or close, but regardless, like I've struggled 
And I know that I've beaten a lot of things, whether it's anxiety, depression, or blah, blah, blah. Um, and people hate hearing that, like, when I say that it's, it's easy, it's not hard, because it makes them feel like their struggles aren't special. And that's never what I'm saying. I'm just always trying to give the option of like, but what if you could beat it kind of a thing? Um, and when I say that it's not hard work, it's because I understand what hard, or it's not hard. It's because I understand what hard work is and hard work to me isn't hard categorically. And I don't know if that makes any sense, but like when you learn what hard work is, it's just autopilot and you get like, you know, it's an easy thing to push out there a while once you get that mechanics in and you, once you learn how to learn hard, once you learn how to work hard once, it's super easy to apply that to anything else you do, whether it's cleaning your house, you know what I mean? Or your job or relationships or things like that. And so when I say like things like that are, aren't hard, it's not because they don't take hard work. It's because it's just, if you want to do it, you can. Like, and just like, it's, 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 it's simple as that to me. I, I will agree to a certain point. Um, hard work is hard work is hard work to me, but um, I think everybody deals with it in a different way. So they might not deal deal with it in the way like you say, like, you know, you just got to put in the work. Yeah. I think they might have to deal with other stuff, other, like maybe, you know, maybe yeah, I have a kid that's like also relying on my attention. So even though I want to better myself, um, this kid needs this kind of attention. So I can't better myself, but I'm going to better this kid, my son, yeah. my whatever. Um, and that's not diminishing what you're saying. Like you have a good point, but, um, also when it comes down to like how you deal with stuff, like I think you fortunately have a good mindset of saying like, Oh, I know what I have to do and I'm going to do it. Whether it's going to kick my ass or not, I'm going to, I'm going to hurt. Like you're going to hurt. You're going to deal with stuff. And nobody should take that away from you either. Like nobody can say, Oh, come on. Cody's been on two TV shows. He has a badass kitchen. It doesn't look like there's a pasta stain on that fucking stove over there. But, um, at the same time, it doesn't mean that Cody isn't going through some really bad hardships and he's trying to figure out his own way. Oh, it's been like the, one of the hardest four years of my life since I like ran away from, since I left home. Uh, oh. No, well, people okay, okay. Well, you know, instant. What was that? Can we, let's, can we get into that? But I, I, I don't, Great. I just want to like, because I, I am trying to see, here's, here's what I see. I'm a special education teacher as a, a day job. That's my day job. I'm a special ed teacher. So the worst thing I hate is for somebody to say, oh, this parent should have taught this kid this. And uh, and my first thing is like, well, this parent, or you don't know what this parent is going through with this kid. 100%. So like that always makes me upset. Like, you don't know what's going on. We see the student here as a student. We don't see him as a child, as a daughter, as a as a son. We see him as a student, and they're here for eight hours. Yes, we see him for a long time, but then they go home. You don't see the fact that they have to get fed, that they have to get showered, that they have to go to bed, 
that have to do this. So you have no idea what this parent has to go through. So for you to judge that, it's out of your realm. So in your case, we have no idea what Cody is going through. You have no idea what Worm is going through. Uh, I have no so idea he's even fucking here. Hey, does someone say my name, dude? I, <laughs> I, I just yeah. heard George speak. That's it, Sorry, I, I am going out, but I think you've, you've touched on a, on a topic where I feel really strong about, like, we have no idea what anybody's going through. We can only try to help them through it or yes. help each other through it. And that's it. Yes. And the, the my thing with that is, like, all, my, all who I'm about and what I've learned from life, you know, and everything that I say is with a grain of salt. And it's my grain of salt. It's always like, this is what I know. I'm never saying anything to the point of concrete. Laws of physics, you know, have, have changed since I was a fucking kid. Like, I don't know anything. Like, you see me talk shit in competitions because that's when I go in go mode and everything is a win and it's full confidence. But in the grand scheme of things, you know, I, 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 I see myself low in vibrational frequency. You know what I mean? And I think that largely there's less, uh, there's less societal interest in people the more we get uh, into, the more technologi- technologically advanced that we get, the less societal interest that we have. And although people just suck sometimes, and that's just a fact, <laughs> um, you know, it's uh, it, it's easier to suck now because people's problems uh, have to do with people that are represented on a phone, you know, a supercomputer they have in their pocket. People rarely think of people as actual people because we spend less time with them. Um, but outside of that, my whole point with stuff like that is I think that I, I like to propose the option. It's never that I learned this and you can too. It's more so that my option of people, or that my option that I give myself that I always like to give people is like when people are like, no, what if it doesn't work or it's not working because of this? I'm always like, well, what if it did? And that, that, that's the biggest part of it. It's never that like, cause I don't think I'm talented. I don't think I'm gifted. I think there's certain things that I've been fortunate in life. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't grow up in like some of the worst parts in the parts in the world, you know, like, although I was homeless at parts, it was in a place that was, you know, developed society, you know, like I didn't have to, I struggled, but it wasn't as bad as a lot of people struggle, but it, it's still at the end of the day for me always will be, you know, the, what, what if you could, and that's not, yeah, I mean, some people, some people hate hearing that because they're like, no, but mine's different. And I'm like, I'm hearing that your shit's different and I, I want you to feel heard and I'm sorry, but what if it could change? Wouldn't that be important? Wouldn't you want to hear that? Um, I think we think in the same way where the fact we're like, hey, if I took this risk, uh, Worm and I started this podcast, we took this risk and we put in, we're putting ourselves out here. Like, hopefully it's helping somebody at some point. Maybe it's not, but at least, you know, we're doing that. So like you going on this competition, or anybody like going out for a job somewhere, like everything's a everything's a risk. And I'll say this that that uh that quote and Cody, it'll be cool if you know this one. Life's a risk, carnal. Ah, I fucked it up. Life is a risk, carnal. <laughs> Are you drunk, bro? I I fuck with that. Life's a risk, carnal. This ain't no picture card game, this ain't. Hey, life's a risk, got none. And then fucking um, hindsight, hindsight is for. <laughs> but yeah, you know, life's a risk, and you're only gonna get out of it what you put into it. 
Uh, yeah, and my my thing is that you know, I have I have two compounding factors in life, and one one is something that's more recent, and then but it's like I've always done it, but I've never said it out loud. And then one has been my philosophy of life ever since I was younger, and it's the first one, the most important one for me is anything that you do more than once, you should try and get better at. Anything that you have the chance to do again do better because it's like we all have to fucking be here if it's if it's a simulation or not who gives a fuck you know what i mean it's like it we all have to be here every single day whether it's you know like the steps that it takes you know to get your keys out of your pocket to get into your house or if it's what you do for work why wouldn't you try to get better at anything that you get the chance to do again like that's that's my thing with life like that's it's it's like an undying need in me and sometimes for sure like you're like I'm uninterested in doing anything and I just want to drink and smoke and just like not do a damn thing. But <laughs> largely, be I feel like too. that guy, everybody. Um, <clears throat> Dude, I, I think this episode as much as possible. So these episodes were supposed to be about where you came from, how did you get on the show, and all this. But I love this more. This is more in depth of what really matters. And how we believe. No, no, no. See, see here, here. Look, look, look here. Eye contact, real quick. No, you can't put me on unless you give me a directive. You gotta tell me. No, you I ask love me questions nope. because I have an undying need in my brain to understand mechanics, and I will just go on tangent to tangent to tangent. So, keep me on track. No, I love this because I warm and I made a decision. Like, it's it. Yes, it's fun to know your childhood and how you. Well, sometimes your childhood does like give us a good perspective, but usually it becomes like, oh, we're here. We're at a uh, Hell's Kitchen and this is what it was. And so we kill like 45 minutes of just, you know, listening to a typical childhood. But this conversation alone already has intrigued me more than anything else that we probably could. I had planned in my notebook that I never even took out. Love that. So oh, hot. A ricochet off the beer. Hold on the fort. What's up? Hi. Hey, I'm still here. All right. No. Whatever, dude. Oh, now you're down to talk? <laughs> hey, Cody, you're in Denver, right? I'm in Aspen, bro. You're in Aspen? Oh, shit. Well, either way, that's uh, can I go visit you? I've never been to Colorado at all, anywhere in Colorado. Yeah, super pretty. Oh, shit. All right, let's get back into it. Um, What are we talking about? Well, before we go back into talking, let's do do the drinking game before we get too squasty-faced. And then we'll talk about more stuff if we want to talk about more stuff after that. But let's do the, the game. Cody, are you ready for a drinking game? The name of the game is called Match Mary Lou. What if this like kind of like rocks your friendship? Ooh. Exactly. We need to be tested. It's the only way to know. <laughs> he better get at least four of my things right. Or I'm coming for that ass. What's up? God, all right, I'm going to lean back for this one. Hell yeah. All right, so it's two efforts. We're going to take a pause here. Right before the drinking game, things are definitely going to go downhill. More towards... M- Mostly me. Mostly me takes a turn for the worse. And I wasn't even part of the drinking game. I was the, the host. Oh, well. We're going to learn more about Cody in Thursday's episode. 
But for now, thank you for joining us, going too hard too fast with us. Thank you to Cody for going too hard too fast with us. We'll see you guys Thursday. Worm, what are you going to say? Hell yeah. But with that said, ladies and gentlemen, dare to be you, dare to be weird. Bye. Hell yeah. Just don't look.